Blog Talk Radio. Get ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in 3, 2, 1. The Prophecy Zone with your host, Phil Armstrong. Your watchman on the wall. Bringing you into the knowledge only found as you pursue the truth. So set back and enter the zone of Bible prophecy and find the hope that every Christian should have. Find out what is going to happen in the year 2012 and beyond. The Middle East, the mark of the beast, the European superstate, Russia, China, Syria, and more. So set back and grab your cup of coffee and your Bible and be prepared to enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Hey, how's everybody doing out there, Brother Phil here? Um, so apparently I'm um, having a lot of issues, um, and not necessarily with Blog Talk Radio. Um, my uh, cable went out, and um, I guess it's, I don't know, I had wreckage somewhere, a car accident or something, like my hand is opposed. And my uh, Internet is not working, so please, Please bear with me, um, and uh, thank you for coming on the show and, and listening. Um, it'll be less than an hour and a half, uh, give or take, but I want to uh, talk about some end-time Bible prophecy. But, uh, if you're a um, person who takes interest in Bible prophecy, uh, this show might be so I uh, have a uh, Facebook friend, his dear brother. He's the author of a few books. His name is P.W. Tram, and he, he has some great information about the end times. I'm laughing about something else. Um, so, um, you know, we all familiar, uh, if you're a watchman, if you like watching For Christ's Return and you want to see a Lord, um, there was time about 15 years ago, between now and 15 years ago, people were looking toward the blood moons as a sign for Christ's return. Of course, we know by now it didn't happen, but um, these things I'm about to share with you has been things that I've been um, thinking about my own self. Uh, also, um, Mark Blitz also talked about the Smyrna, and we're going to talk about the Smyrna, and also um, Jonathan Kahn, um, who I listen to sometimes. Uh, I'm not too much of a follower of Jonathan Kahn, but um, sometimes I eat, you know, and I listen to him, I eat the meat, but that's about Perry Stone, some of these guys, um, you got to 
they they have good work that you can glean from. Okay, so uh, I was reading an article um, titled "The Day of the Lord." I believe that's the title. Let me scroll down. Um, yes, yeah, "The Day of the Lord" was 2015, a seven-year warning. Um, apparently, we're seven years later, which we are in 2022. 2015 was a year of high expectation in the world of Bible prophecy based on the assumption uh, that 1967 was a uh, jubilee year. It was calculated that 2015 was a jubilee also. Additionally, an unprecedented slew of signs in the sun, moon, and stars seemed to confirm 2015 was a jubilee. In the space of only seven months, we saw a one-of-a-kind solar eclipse on the biblical new year, which was also first day of spring. A once-in-a-million millennial occurrence of the Bethlehem star conjunction. That actually happened twice. Um, yeah, that actually happened twice. The sign that heralded Jesus' first coming at the beginning of of summer, okay? So Jesus, when he was a baby, well, before he was born, excuse me, um, the um, herdsmen, uh, there were some herdsmen who saw the star, and that's what gave them the, the signal. And also the wise men um, gave them, um, the, the star gave them a signal as well. But the herdsmen had a visitation. I, I'm sorry. The herdsmen had a visitation. From the angel, and that's why they—that's why they believe it. It says, uh, um, "Consecutive blood moons on Passover and Tabernacles, the uh, latter of which was a super blood moon visible above Jerusalem, despite the convergence of a um, sabbatical cycle and signs, no event befitting a Bible um, prophecy jubilee occurred in 2015." Okay, so one of the things that uh, Mike Blitz um, was talking about, Mike Blitz, Mark Blitz came on my show uh, along, about around the time of the blood moon. I don't know. I don't remember if it was before the blood moons or what, but um, we talked about this. And also, he probably also talked about the single cycle. I had a sister named Mina, Mina Gribben. Gribben, I think I'm saying her name right. Apologize for that. She uh, brought it up to me the Shmita a long time ago, and I, you know, I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> but it was pretty interesting now that, um, you know, now that I remember what she said. Anyway, it says, despite medical cycle and signs, no events befitting a prophetic jubilee occurred in 2015. It says, why? It is because jubilee comes after seven sabbatical year. After, I'm sorry, after the seventh sabbatical year. And 2015 was arguably only the sixth. So there's a, there's 49. I guess he's going to explain that a little bit later, but I'm kind of anxious to explain it. Yeah. Um, there are 49 years plus one in a jubilee cycle. Um, and the last... <laughs> year of the Jubilee cycle called the um, year of Jubilee and it says 
um, sabbatical year. It says, it says uh, from the time the word goes out to restore and rebuild Jerusalem until the Messiah, the prince comes, the prince that shall come, there will be seven weeks. <laughs> Daniel said to count seven weeks for the restoration of Jerusalem because the modern restoration of Jerusalem occurred in July, I'm excuse me, June 1967, after a portion of the current sabbatical week had already passed. A count of seven, four weeks could not properly be until the start of the next sabbatical week in 2000. Oh, gosh. I was so used to saying 2000. I was doing some work this morning, and I kept putting the word 2000 in the computer of 2020. It says the week in 1973. Okay, let me read that last line because I started talking in the middle of it. Uh, where does it start? Sabbatical week had already passed. A count of seven full weeks could not properly begin until the start of the next sabbatical week in 1973. Okay, why did that jump? That's crazy. The internet come back on. <laughs> I was reading this and the and the stream jumped. So now I gotta find my place. Okay. Uh hold on. Okay, this is terrible. Okay, where did I stop at? Okay, a sign that nineteen seventy three is correct starting point of the seven weeks is the fact that Israel was in the year attacked by an Arab coalition on, on the year on Yom Kippur, the day the Jubilee is declared in Leviticus 25, 8, and 10. That's why some people believe that the rapture of the church can also take place on this time uh, because um, because of the, 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 in the Word of God, it talks about the, uh, on the Jubilee cycle, the Feast of Trumpets takes place on Yom Kippur. So that's just something to think about. It says, uh, a sign, okay, so it's talking about the sign, there's a war that all its neighbors, uh, all its surrounding, uh, enemies <laughs> attacked them. And, uh, and that is believed that they fought that war uh, with a uh, disadvantage, and they won the war because of God. That was one of the wars that they won because of God, and also the 1967 one, or 66 one. <clears throat> it says, counting from 1973, the seven weeks ends in 2022, and so rather than being a jubilee, 2000. 15 turns out to be a one-week warning of the impending jubilee. The God of the Bible is known for giving one-week warning. Yeah, and that, that happened in Noah's time, too. I hope you guys can hear me. I'm actually have to call call myself and see. Let me take it. Oh, shoot, this phone. I just connected the phone. So it won't ring when I'm doing the show. So let me take a station break. And I'm going to call myself to see if I'm, oh, shoot. Okay, I'm going to call the show 
as a guest. I'm glad they added this number on here. This is cool. So I can use this. I can find a way to use this on my actual podcast on YouTube. Because now I can take call. I can take callers. So here we go. Welcome to Block Talk Radio. Keep hold, and you'll be able to listen to the show. So I'm hoping that you guys can hear me. So, yeah, this is what he's talking about. 
on their heads. In prophecy circles, the two cows with seven were considered a uh, modern version of the seven, uh, the sign given to Pharaoh, a warning about seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of famine. See, we we we're gonna look at this, right? If you if you went to a city and you've never been there. You can't tell somebody who's been there about that city because you haven't been there. We haven't been in this time period before. And the Bible talks about God's princes and um, um, servants who uh, they, they study and they, and they, and they um, solve mysteries and riddles that, uh, no one else is going to try to solve. Nobody else cares about this. So we're living in the end times, not even the church. The church has no clue that this is happening. Only a select few, few people. So if you are into Bible prophecy, consider yourself a special person. I'm not trying to say be, be arrogant and prideful. I'm just saying we are special people. You know, we're peculiar people. We're looking for Christ's return. Who should not be looking for Christ's return. I mean, this place is not your home if, you, if you're a Christian. Seven years after the call sign, as a sabbatical week, uh, 2022 to 2029 is about to begin. Supply chain disruptions and empty store shelves portions a shift for what? For protein a shift from a time of abundance to a time of scarcity. There's a thing I learned. Well, I, had, I worked for a job corps, and they sent all the social assistance, social uh, assistance, they call them social assistance. Uh, we used to work with the kids directly. Uh, what is the title? Social something something is assistant. But anyway, we used to, uh, they sent us to a, uh, a conference. Uh, and what we learned, when I, that's the first time I've ever heard the word paradigm shift. And that seems to be what we're facing is a paradigm shift. That means something like Pearl Harbor, John F. Kennedy assassination, you know, the Gulf of Tonkin, you know, stuff like that. You know, just, just we weren't expecting it, and boom, there it is. Okay, so... Some of the summary and conclusion he has is it says it appears the correct timing of the Jubilee 2022 has been hidden or concealed by uh, a wrong consumption that two, uh, 1967 was a Jubilee. That's funny how it's seven years. Well, it's one of the Is that my? That's way more than that. Um, I was going to say I'll see my brain. Well, actually, no, no, no. That's correct. That's correct. Um, 1967 to 1973, seven years. So that's funny. We were seven years. If this is true, if this is true, buckle your seatbelts because it's about to be a wild, wild, wild. Um, it says the heavenly signs of 2015 and the cow signs were apparently a seven-year warning. And it says seven-year warning is biblical and evidence of God's merciful disposition. During the past seven years, countless non-believers that come to faith being spared from the tribulation and eternal damnation, and many believers have been awakened to watch 
for the proclamation of Jesus Christ, of Jesus' return. A seven-year period of warning also corresponds to the eschatological theme. I butchered that theme of waiting on the Lord. The bridegroom was a long time in coming, and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. Yep, I I feel myself falling asleep sometimes. Uh, says those servants are fortunate if their master finds them ready, even though he comes late at night. See, a lot of this stuff talks about, he kind of gives hints, using the day as an example. The day also can be laid out in the day three parts. You know, he talks about, you know, people say, well, there is no such thing as dispensations. Well, dispensations is in everything. Everything we have, anything you can think of. I'm watching right now on my TV screen as we talk. There's a picture of the universe, you know, the wallpaper on the screen is moving. The universe is moving on the, on the screen. And, it's, and if you sit here long enough, you'll realize that every speck on that screen that's moving has a dispensation. It's going to come back around to the other side. The daytime has a distance. I mean, the day, night, lunch, dinner, breakfast, you know, rain, cloudy, you know, everything has this dissipation. Your car is empty with gas. Now it needs gas. Your car needs to be clean. That didn't need cleaning. I mean, I can keep going. Baby needs to be changed. Baby needs to eat breakfast. Baby needs to take a nap. Baby needs to, a couple of years later, baby needs to go to school. Those are dispensations, believe it or not. I don't know if I can break it to say that's the definition of it. But people scream that you're a false prophet, you believe in dispensations. Dispensations have been, I mean, part of life. Birds have dispensations. Cats have dispensations. You know what I mean? A boy, the boy growing up with puberty has dispensations in his lifetime. He's a, he's first he's a toddler then, or a baby, then he's a toddler, then he's a, you know, a younger kid, and then he's a teenager, and then he's a young adult, and then he's, I mean, he just keeps going and going, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, different dispensations. So, okay, I'll, I mean, let me get off my soapbox because I'm running too much on this dispensation thing, but it is key to understanding Bible prophecy and who he's talking to. Now, some people out there take it out of context, and they say, well, you got to rightly divide the word of truth. Sir, you got to rightly divide. How dare he's not rightly divide? What? Rightly divide means divide it your way. There's no private interpretation of the Bible. It's just, you know, I try to say, okay, what does God say? I don't try to say, well, this is what I see. This is what I'm reading, you know. And then make a, make a, like a, you know, a man like sports, right? I've seen some fights at basketball games, football games, because your, your team is not better than mine. I can't stand you. How dare you talk about my team? They start fighting, right? Well, people do that in Bible prophecy. I'm right about this. I'm right about that. How dare you? Many people have um, broken up friendships over, you know, just stupid stuff. And there's, you know, distance. distance, There are uh, churches who have uh, broken up uh, into smaller components because people you know, had fights over the silliest stuff from the tithing to the church building to the, you know, you slept with my wife and, you know, all this stuff. I'm, I mean, I'm going on and on, but I'm, I'm making a point that 
you're not – some of the simplest stuff people have a problem with. And and, and some of the – I mean, to me – well, here I go, sweet. People are – we are some of the most unique creatures because we don't understand how important it is for you to make the rapture. We don't we don't understand how important it is for you to know the signs of the time. We don't understand that God see we think that oh it's an option. You know, I'm not talking about me and you, but the people in the church think it's a um uh, you know, it's an option. And then a lot of people let me change the subject again. A lot of people focus in on um healing then more than they focus in on Jesus Christ coming, they focus on healing more than they focus on eternal life. <laughs> you know, Jesus sent out the 72, and they came back to Nassau. We healed the blind and we raised the dead. He said, be, happy, be blessed that your name is written in the book of life. So, folks, so I, I don't understand. Why, how can you read the Bible and miss? the biggest, the best thing ever. Y'all, I love the Lord. I love him so much. You know, yeah, I'm kind of tightening people. I love him so, you know, but you don't you don't want him to come back until your grandson grows, you know, up and has his babies and they have their babies. You're not going to live that long. Come on. You know, God bless that you do. I wish God would give you all the time in the world, but he's not, unless you make that rapture. Once you make that resurrection, that first resurrection, Praise God. You get to make that where you're resident. You don't never die. That's the biggest thing ever. That's Riches is not the biggest thing. You know, getting money and, and having a pretty wife and a, and a husband and a nice car and, and all of these things is not the best thing, folks. It just ain't. Now, let me finish some of the scripture. Okay. How much time I got? Hang on. A little bit says, uh, those servants are fortunate if the mere master finds them ready, even though he comes late at night. That's, that's, that, to me, that's the striving of time. We know, we, some of us on Facebook, YouTube, have been waiting for Jesus to come back, you know, Instagram, whatever, have been waiting for blog talk radio. That's why I'm doing this now. Have been waiting for Christ to come back for so long. You know, and, 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 and we we think in America that um, we just can't wait for Christ to return. And that's, to me, you know, and that's nothing wrong with America. America's not at war right now. It's not. America's not <laughs> being attacked from without right now, at least. It's not the worst place to live. You know, some places it's worth that, but no, it's not the worst place to live. I mean, we're, we're blessed in America. So why is Christians saying... I can't wait till Jesus come back. My life is pitiful, you know. I can't stand it. Because it's built into us. Eternity is built into us. We 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 we're looking for Christ to return because we understand as Christians, and most Christians should understand this. That's why they have Jesus Christ as their personal savior. Not for. I mean, we understand eternity. Do, do you? Can you wrap your mind around eternity, folks? I, I don't think people grasp the concept that the tribulation period is going to be the worst time in human history. 
the worst time. How do you not catch that concept? How do you not realize that in order to eat and feed your family, you're going to have to take the mark, which will damn you for the rest of your existence, which is forever, ever, and ever. You never cease to exist. The Bible says do not throw away your confidence for in just a little while he who is coming will come and will not delay. Folks, we need to listen to that scripture right there more than ever before. He will not delay. He, he seems like he's carrying for a long time, and some people want to puke and barf. And I don't blame them. They get they get to a point where this is I'm looking forward to Christ's return. I'm looking so much. Have you ever you know as a kid looked for someone something to happen and you got your heart broken because it didn't happen? People have to. And they, you were talking about the end times and look in your life and you stopped doing this because Christ is coming. I had somebody accuse me. I'm not gonna mention the name. They accused me. Uh, not going back to school, you know, you thought Jesus was coming back, so you didn't do this, 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 and this. I'm like, first of all, I went to college four semesters, three semesters in a row. I'm not going to fourth one. Second of all, I ain't looking for no house because both our credit scores, well, mine was okay, are not fantastic, and I just, not been going to work because I was trying to go to school, which I still have money, you know, a month from from the VA, but I wasn't going to school because I had money from the VA. I was able to, I mean, I'm sorry, I wasn't going to work. Uh, and there's some other reasons why I wasn't going to work. Um, that's personal. But uh, now everything's cool, so I'm probably going to be going back to work. But we have the first move out of this apartment because it's selling our apartment like you guys really care. But anyway, um, it says no one knows the day and hour, but we do know that God measures time according to a seven-year cycle. I hate that. I'm a, I almost kind of hate that verse, no man knows the day and hour. And here's why. I don't know the day and hour even if I thought I knew the day and hour. I'll say that again. I don't know the day and hour even if I thought I did. And, and we we have been sent, and, and I think God does that so, you know, it, it becomes hard to understand because a seven-year delay and then a confusion of when the Jubilee was really the Jubilee, the beginning of the Jubilee. Was it in 1966, 67, or was it in 1972 uh, and 73? And so we were we were also going back to the Belfour, you know, agreement in 1917, and when they announced that they were gonna they're gonna go and find Israel land, and possibly the restoration of Jerusalem, or the the land that they already had, which they knew where it was, of course, of course, I mean you gotta make that mistake. Okay, so uh, I got some footnotes here. This is sabbatical, this is sabbatical and jubilee and spirit. That's scripture, spirit. Whatever. One of the cats are in the one of my cats is in the litter box. I can't stand it when they go to the litter box when I'm down here trying to do something. 
said, the Lord said to Moses, when you enter the land, I am going to give you the land itself. Most uh, must observe a Sabbath to the Lord. For six years, sow your fields and gather crops. But in the seventh year, the land is to be to have a year of jubilee, a uh, seventh uh, Sabbath rest. Also, you should count off seven times seven. Sabbath years amounts into 49 years then have the trumpet sounds everywhere on the day of atonement consecrate the 50th year and proclaim liberally throughout the land it should be a jubilee for year for, for, for you for you I have one of the cats in, that, in the litter box and he just whoever that is will not stop and then one of the one of the cats go into the litter box and pull the litter out on the floor. And I just I mean if I if I didn't have if I wasn't for God and it wasn't for me getting a misdemeanor or a felony, I wanna choke that cat. And it's probably my cat, the one that follows me all over the place. Anybody have a rag dog dog out the rag dog cat out there, they like to follow you. Look, look, you know, watch a YouTube video or look it up. These ragdoll. Some of y'all probably have a ragdoll cat. They like to follow. They find one person to stick to, and they won't. They won't stop following. Them. So I go upstairs. The cat comes out here. You know, I go upstairs. The cat goes up there. Okay. So note footnote two says while the sabbatical cycle has been kept by the Jews since Second Temple period, the Jubilee cycle has not been kept, and it is therefore unknown. The theory that 2015-2016 was a jubilee was based largely on the assumption that 1917 declaration in the 1966-67 restoration of Jerusalem was jubilee, thus establishing a pattern. And the Bible's solar and lunar eclipse and sign of attending day of the Lord, the sun will be turned to darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great dreadful day of the Lord. The dreadful day of the Lord, that's, that's going to be something that you don't want to be in. And people are not reading their Bibles about Bible prophecy. It's just not. It says the blood moons were part of a touch tetrad, a series of four, according to the conservative Pentecost of Passover and Tabernacle Festival. Uh, it was only the seventh, uh, the eighth such tetrad since the time of Christ. So there has not been any tetrads, you know, that's that's signal. That especially falling on Passover in Tabernacle, because I kind of butcher butcher reading that. But it says the Bethlehem Star conjuncture in 2015 had not occurred in this configuration since the time of <laughs> Jesus' birth. Okay, so I want to say this about there's a thing called the Revelation 12 sign. And that happened in 2017, so I, I don't, I just know that um, if you count 
seven. Well, two thousand. It was 17, 18, 19, 21, 24. Um, it placed it at 2024, which we had an eclipse in America at the same time, uh, that same year. And 2017 to 2024 will, will bring another eclipse that will cross America and make an X out of it. So I don't know if God was making a point that America will be destroyed by 2024, um, or what is, what is, I mean, I, I don't get, but the Revelations 12 sign, it is in Revelations 12, regardless of somebody say, well, this, you know, you guys are making that up. It's just, it's not true. Yeah, no one came up and said it wasn't it. It just wasn't the time that Jesus Christ is coming. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to fight on it. We're going to fall for it. I mean, we're going to fall for a lot of things. Any ancient, any ancient person will not. Well, my mom went Christmas shopping. That, that ate me up because I didn't go. And she would stay all day long. They would leave about 9 o'clock in the morning, and they would not come back until 10 o'clock at night. I don't know how women you guys do it, ladies. I don't. But they went uh, to the store, and I just cannot fathom why I stayed home, but they tortured me to figure out what I was getting for Christmas, and they bought all these big boxes in the house and little boxes. Oh, that was the best time of the year. Um, yeah, we we celebrated a pagan holiday, but I like I like Christmas still. Um, pagan, <laughs> we do a lot of pagan things. Um, Jesus wasn't born in September um, in December. He's born probably born more in September October time frame. So the Bethlehem Star happened again. Other than the 2015 one, I forgot when what year it was, but it happened again. It says the Nissan One solar eclipse was arguably the rarest sign. In addition to occurring on the biblical year, the eclipse coined with the spring equinox, and last time a solar a total solar eclipse occurred on the spring equinox was about two um three and a half centuries. Uh, you see my internet. The internet is still not on. It says the last time the solar, the total solar eclipse occurred or the spring equinox was about three and a half centuries earlier in 1662. According to the rarity, the solar eclipse has crossed directly over the northernmost tip of the globe. This is a total eclipse at the North Pole on the first day of the spring is said to occur only once every 100,000 years. I don't know how they're going to end up tracking that. However, since according to scripture, the earth was created only about 6,000 years ago, the eclipse was unprecedented. It says sabbatical years, according to the Jewish record, 1951, to 52, 2021 to 2022, 2028 to 2029. 
And then it says, it says, assuming 2022 marked the end of the seventh Vatican year, the biblical year of release or debt forgiveness. And you can go to Deuteronomy 15, 1 and, and 31 to 10. We might expect to see increasing financial um, volatility as 2022 progresses. In fact, we are seeing it. Yes, we are. Um, and, and me and my wife was trying to think about getting a house. And the problem with that is it's inflation. Y'all see that at the grocery store. It's inflation, right? So in order to to stabilize the economy, they consider raising the interest rates. So when you raise the interest rates, it costs people to slow down in their buying. And of course, you know, and it it costs people to slow down in their selling. So that means the prices will drop. Now, we know in the Bible it talks about scales. In chapter 6 of Revelations, it talks about scales, some of the uh, wheat for a penny, you know, and a man's wages cannot buy a loaf of bread, you know. Um, that's scary to me, especially when I figure my family members aren't born again and aren't saved. Um, and, and, and not to mention the technology. I mean, I want to do a show on this technology talking about the uh the blockchain and all this other technology, the, the metaverse, and um, wow, meta. I mean, this stuff is crazy. Um, speaking of meta, there was a show that was part of the Apocalypse series. I was not saying that right, Apocalypse series. And it's not, it's not left behind, but it's, it's, it's called the Apocalypse uh, series, right? It had... Uh, the first movie, I think it was called Apocalypse, and then it had Revelation, uh, now or Revelation, and in that movie, uh, it's the first time I've ever heard. I thought it was, you know, at that time I was watching it, the movie. I thought they were just taking it too far. I thought I thought Bible prophecy was well, there is no glasses you can put on and go into another dimension, uh, folks. Watch this. I'm gonna do a YouTube video on this. Watch that. Movie and I cannot. No, hold on. I don't want to put the phone down because it'll block, it'll lock up on me, and then I have to call back and all this other stuff. So let me see something. Um, Revelation. I don't know the name of it. Oh, shoot! Once again, my doggone. I forgot my key. You just, I have a habit, and you know I do because the internet's not working. I'm just going straight to the Internet, knowing it's not working. Well, not knowing, because I forgot. It says, the Jubilee is declared on Yom Kippur, or the Day of Atonement. That's another day for the rapture, besides the future trumpets that can happen. I believe that a lot of things are going to happen in the fall of a given year, whatever year Christ returns. It says, um, 1973 was it? Young Kippur War, and then it talked about the church uh, illustrating the, the seventh week of the count to 2022. Assuming that June 1967 return to Jerusalem is an initial event, though not a not the actual starting point of a seven-year week proceeding. The Jubilee. So, 
you know, with that all being said, I, I do believe that uh, things are heating up. I'm going to continue uh, the rest of this little article. I'll probably read the rest of it on another program. I'm not going to take all your time up. But, I, I, you know, uh, things are heating up. Uh, you know, you, as you see, you know, I go to the store and the shelves are empty. You know, not as bad as some of the pictures that you guys show. Some of you guys show, you know, the whole portion of the store is empty. And when you walk, when you think about the containers, the food containers, and you notice that no one are no one is doing anything about the food because they could overlook it. Now, as bad as people think Donald Trump was, that he cannot be no not even close to this individual who claims he had 80 million um, votes. We have to pray for the President of the United States, no matter who he is. But there's a lot of fishy things going on, and I'll leave it at that, that there's sinister um, things that are going on. Uh, so we don't, you know that the, they're not telling the truth on a lot of the matters that they talk about. People have adapted to lying. Even people in your family have adapted to lying. Um, lying really bad. <laughs> that people believe their own lies. You know, when I was in the military, I, I had a string of time where I was just lying for no reason, just lying. And I even believe my own lies. You know, and then you know, God saved me in 1997. Thank God. And you know, I just. Don't I, I don't lie. I try not to lie at least. And um, well, I think lying can have the domino effect, or you get repercussions later for lying. Anyway, I'm just gonna go ahead and read some of this, the rest of this article. This is assuming June 1967 return. Of, okay, I already read that part. Um, it says it is it so happens that there are exactly forty nine prophetic years or seventeen thousand six hundred and forty years between June seventh, nineteen sixty seven and the day of atonement or Jubilee Declaration Day in two thousand fifteen. This odds defy alignment seems confirming confirmation of this uh, significance of 2015. I don't know if I'm sleepy or hungry. It says, as a seven-year warning pertaining to the Jubilee. The cow sign, the first cow, which happened to be named Benjamin, made news on September 25th. Corresponding to the Feast of Trumpets, the cow was black and colored and had a large formal, formal appearance, seven. Yeah, his seven was decent, the other cow. Because the second cow featured on a popular religious program was born on the Feast of Trumpets. However, this cow was red in uh, color and had an informal or flapdish, a flapdish, I don't mean my appearance, seven on his head. He, his, his, his was not as neat as the other one. Interestingly, the seven on the cows on the second cows was roughly half the size. Yeah, it's half the size. You know that denotes inflation. Uh, you can buy less with it. It denotes time. 
less time left. Uh, it denotes uh, people will be small in that day, small in stature, not small in stature, but small in morality. I mean, it can, it can be denoted a lot of things. On the first tile, possibly denoting a highlight half of a seven. You know. So in, in, in the Bible, Benjamin's favorite brother, Joseph, the Hebrew who interpret Joseph's dreams of the seven cows, uh, Genesis 21, 14, and 32. Benjamin's mother who died uh, after giving birth to do, do difficulty delivering, <laughs> originally named her son Ben-Oni, which means son of many troubles. This is significant because the time of Jacob's trouble or the seven-year tribulation is at time of birth and delivery for Israel. <laughs> and then you can read Jeremiah 36 and 7. Signs of the coming famine highlight, uh, highlight U.S. grocery shortage deepened as pandemic drives supplies. Yeah, I, I went to the store. And there's one store that I have. Normally, I have about three or four choices of water that you can pick from. You know, I'm particular about my water. And so now, you know, my wife was like, oh, I don't like such and such water, you know. And <laughs> it's funny because you go there, there's the only water that's available. We drink it like a pearl now. It says 13, it says the point number 13 says, in view of the fact that the fundamental thing of the Jubilee is land being returned to its original owner. Leviticus 25:13. It is interesting that as 2022 began, two of the world's sensible bad actors, Russia and China, um, making preparations to seize land, Ukraine and Taiwan, which they claim to be the right owners of. And you see, with the Ukraine, Russia and the Ukraine, sound like a group, Russia and the Ukraine. <laughs> but um. You can see what's happening is there's a lot of um, riffraff between the United States and Russia. And the United States, uh, and, I, and I do believe, you know, this is all planned. Uh, I, I'm sorry to say that, but, you know, you get a, a, a prophecy of a war, you know, uh, a person who, you know, I think it's Karl Marx. Was it Karl Marx? I forgot who it was. Albert Pike, yeah, Albert Pike. And Albert Pike predicted that there would be uh, three world wars. And then he said uh, the Fourth World War, I think it was him, that the Fourth World War would be fought with sticks. Which is true. I mean, if you go to the end of the tribulation period, <laughs> that's like a prophecy of a prophecy problem. You go to the end of the tribulation period, yeah, they, they, the people will be picking up sticks to fight. And of course, they're going to get smoted by God, and then eternity will start. But yeah, it says, uh, um, <coughs> excuse me, significantly, the um, sabbatical week about to begin 2022 to 2029 is the eighth since Israel became a nation. In 1949, 48. Uh, I don't know if I'm tired 
or sleepy. I did kind of go to bed late, so I'm, I'm, I noticed that I'm stumbling over a lot of words. It says the number 11 denotes chaos, disorder, and judgment in scriptures. It's the Vatican week after the 
This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men to be lovers of themselves, covetous, boastful, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying, therefore, the power thereof. I just butchered the heck out of that. There, it says, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such stay away. Um, that is key right there. That is so key. Uh, there's a lot of uh, raw doctrine out there. That's just more than ever. It's, 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 I cannot stress the fact that we need to go to the Bible ourselves and, and ask God for wisdom, you know, and to have and to have Him interpret the Bible for us. It says this right here. This, these people are in the church. Why would you? Why would they have a form of godliness if they're not in the church? This right here is talking. It's talking about the world too, because the world, the church, you know, the world is the world. But the church is trying to follow the world, and the behaviors of the world is in the church. And having it says having a folks, it says having a form of godliness. You can have a form of godliness to deny that, that God can break addiction, pornography, break alcohol, break drugs, break, you know, medi- um, medication you get from the doctor. People get pres- um, hooked on prescription drugs. I mean, he, he can't heal you from um, depression and, and, you know, some depressions you can't. You know, it might be physical, but he, you know, people believe that even they, because if you, I had a mental issue when I was in the army. The army was awesome. Don't don't get me wrong. Uh, it was just me. Um, unfortunately, I started drinking and it all went away. I mean, I know y'all want to just kick my tail when I say that. I was 18 years old. And I, I mean, I was depressed because they, and the military personnel was coming against me. You know, because they think I was doing everything wrong. And I was up at a little place, you know, a little military place, no bigger than a little city. Actually, it's pretty little, but it's a couple of buildings. Um, give you a case how old the buildings were. General Grant used to be drunk there. <laughs> he said he had to close there. So it was a military post in Vancouver, Washington called the Grant Vancouver Barracks. And that's when I first met my wife. So if we got married then, we would probably not be in the nesters right now. But um, we we didn't see each other for a couple of years after that. But we met there. Anyway, um, it, it, it it's funny that people you know get depressed who hasn't hasn't had anything the reason to be depressed about because they you know marriage or you know their kids or there too much things going on in their life they're lonely you know you can get depressed you know and I feel sorry for people because I I was depressed really depressed. I mean, really, really depressed. I was so depressed when I was, you know, youngster. I I, I, uh, I forgot what day it is. You know, I, I can literally did not remember what day it is, even though I should know what day it is. You know, and sometimes people do forget what day it is, but I, I just literally did not, I could, I could not think process quick, quickly. 
And, uh, you know, I started drinking and, and then it went away. I'm not telling you guys to drink. <laughs> That's not what I'm telling you to do. But I'm just telling you what, what solved my problem at that time because, you know, that's what people do. They're drinking, they're doing things, they're eating, they get a, they, and, they, and they're masking their problems in these things instead of going to the living God. And, and, and we, we live in a society who say, well, Christians can drink. Well, I, I, I drink some, uh, a glass of champagne every day, you know, and it may not tell you the truth. They actually probably drink like a whole bottle. But, you know, Christians, the Bible says Christians should be sober. You know, be, be, they should not be drunk with them when there's excess, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. And I'm not going to lie to you, it is easy, you know, for a person, you know, I'm not going to fix it up. It's easy for a person to to compromise when the Bible never says you can't do it. It just gives you the consequences for doing it. Matter of fact, it says in, in I think Proverbs 14, it says that alcohol is a raven and raving rages. It calls you. It tells you to go get more. And, it, and, and, and do you realize if you get a felony, uh, you're going to have a lot of issues. So if you get a drink, drinking and driving, you know, Telling me, you got a lot of issues. Anyway, um, so we got Russia, and we know that Ezekiel 38 39, Russia invades Israel. And it's setting up perfectly for this. Now, I had a brother, and I'm not going to mention his name. He was doing an interview with another brother. So if I mention his name, the other brother, you're going to figure it out. Anyway, he was saying that Ezekiel 38 and 39, I've heard, I've heard all kinds of stuff about Ezekiel 38 and 39. One of them is that one, the, one, the one he was uh, talking is that is, uh, Ezekiel 38 and 39 is two events. Now, if you go line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little, you got to notice that Isaiah 17 is probably the same event. Just told from a different angle. Just like the Gospels are saying they did, but told from a different angle. Um, and I always wonder what the catalyst is for the Russia to come down and invade Israel. I believe the catalyst, but well, the Bible already said that the catalyst was that they they uh, owned a lot of stuff. They wanted the people wanted the stuff. You know, they want the booty. They wanted the the riches of Israel, the minerals, the oils, and stuff like that, right? So, but the real catalyst, the real catalyst, the reason why they came down is the, the, the real reason. <clears throat> you notice that they, they came down after they started, and then they start getting ideas. He says, I'll put an evil thought in your mind, and then they came down. So maybe the, the Isaiah 17 the masters be taken away was the original reason, but then they said, oh, let's just go do it and take all their stuff while we're at it. That's just my, my you know, my interpretation. I, I said, I know, I know, I know. I said you shouldn't follow interpretation, you know, my interpretation. We don't have any interpretation. There's no private interpretation. But as far as scripture is concerned, when you're having a casual conversation with somebody, he just said here, you know, uh, Q.W. just uh, talked about um, his, in his form, Q's and priests to search out a matter. I mean, we can't have a, a casual conversation 
I don't mind if you disagree with me. Only thing I'm telling you about is, you know, look, we talk about the coming of the Lord is not a secondary issue. It's not a third issue. I don't care how you rock it. The rapture of the church is, is a first issue. It's the resurrection. It's not a secondary or third issue. Oh, you could have your interpretation. I could have mine. Wouldn't you like to have interpretation too? Yeah, you know, the commercial. No, you, the interpretation is God's interpretation. However, we don't know. We know scripture, though. We know you have to be born again. You know, we know, we know if we really know, if we really ask yourself, come on, man, if you're really serious about there is, there is no, not a trinity, come on. You say, well, you're, you're arrogant, you're cocky. No, I mean, come on. Who is Jesus talking to? Is he a ventriloquist? Is he, like, down there for one? This is my son. He runs up to heaven. This is my son. One will peace. And he runs back down. And in the process, he turns into a bird, and before he can hit the ground, he turns back around, and the bird lands on his shoulder or goes inside of him. And I mean, he's not a ventriloquist. Forgive me, Lord, for saying it that way, but he's not. He's the God of the universe. So there's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And they all, they all are individuals, but they all belong, they're all the same. They're all the, the gone. It's like an ice cube. The ice cube has four, three things. It has solid, ice, and steam. And they all act as one. So when his father sent the son, the son is here. I, could, I mean, come on. I mean, I could keep going on all kinds of subjects in the Bible that, that people should just understand. But they choose not to. You know, come on. I mean, this could be uproar about abortion. Forget all of that. Oh, that's I mean, what if what if they come out tomorrow and say the husband, the wife can kill the husband if he if he hits her? I mean, what if they go back to the Old Testament saying the husband can stone the wife? I mean, who, who's got a protest against that? We need somebody to stand up for the truth. Who's going to stand up for the for the unborn? If we thinking, let me get off my high horse for for right now, but. That scripture in Second Timothy three is all over the place. I can see it in my family. I can see it in the kids I used to work with. I can see it with my coworkers. I can see it with military personnel. I can see it thirty years ago, forty years ago. I can see all of the stuff. Let me point out some stuff. Four false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despised. You ever seen TikTok? You get those ladies going to the store, calling the police on people. I can't believe that. You just kind of where's your boss at? You know, just come on. I mean, people are. I mean, it's just the, the society is gone. I mean, and, and let me say something about heaven and hell, folks. The important, you know, I hear people say, "You going to?" I mean, trust me. You're going to sit there in your living room and preach to people? How lazy is that? You need to get out in the street. I appreciate you street preachers. I really do. But I would not knock any way the gospel is preached. I get what you're saying, and, and maybe that somebody can probably do that. But when you're holding a tool called the Internet, which mine don't work right now, if you hold a tool called the Internet, and you can reach 
I got a map on Block Talk Radio. I preached almost, and I'm not bragging. I'm just saying. I, w- I wish I was done a lot more. Um, I could have reached the I could reach the whole world from my living room, folks. If I would have kept going all the time, and I, I don't think God wanted me to keep going on like that all the time. He had me on Facebook, YouTube, and now I'm on YouTube and Block Talk Radio. I'm gonna start doing everything. And uh, God, I mean, listen, you could reach the whole world. I got a map. I reached seven countries in Africa on my show. It's only like one percent, but still, I mean, I, 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 that's because I only did. Like, well, I did 400 shows, but I had no. I had Susan and, and Brenda and Chris, Christina Week um, doing the co-host. And I even had, um, what's my brother's name? I forgot his name. Jeez. Uh, I had a couple brothers help me do a couple of shows, too. And I'll probably do at least two, 300 myself. So if I do it on my own now, you know, and then and, and I also did a whole bunch of interviews. I mean, I could reach the world, you know, and and there's nothing wrong. I just think it's something wrong. And people are gonna be upset when I say this, but there is something wrong with you not wanting to go to a church. You're not perfect. Nobody else is perfect. But two or three down into my name, though, there I am in the midst of them. I'm not trying to tell you not to belong. I tell you, part of your church. But you can have a church anywhere. But it would be key to have physical contact with people. But in the age of corona, it's hard to do that. So you pick and choose. Be careful where you go. Because I don't, you know, I, you know if you really know how I feel about this corona thing. But anyway, um, you, you choose where you got to go, and you go. Either be sitting in your living room talking to 25 people, y'all you know, having a Bible study. I mean, it's not wrong to get on a thing and write some articles like my brother T.W. Tram did, or you do your own radio podcast or your show. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you, you, you're spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. No matter where you at, you can get. No matter where you at, you can get saved. Um, so <laughs> I've been on YouTube, I've been on Facebook, I've been on um, everywhere. Lost talk, and it's been a pleasure to be able to talk to you guys for free sometimes, and sometimes with the charge. You know, I was trying to get on speaker. I think I'm still going to try to go over there. I might even one day just put the bill for about $200 and just pay for the whole year and, and do Spreaker because it opens up another uh, avenue, you know, and, and, and that's fine. Um, so thank you guys for watching. Um, I'm going to go off because I can tell them either sluggish, sleepy, or hungry. I don't know what it is, but thank you so much. And I'm playing on, I promise. I really, 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 really plan on um, doing more shows, maybe even do one tomorrow. Um, so tomorrow's show, I'm going to be talking about the tsunamis because I live on the West Coast. We're trying to move to Texas right now. Um, I'm starting to 
uh, a ministry, a business, actually I'm starting a business, a communication business, which is going to involve some things on YouTube and, and Twitch and Twitter and all of these other places. And I'm doing it now. I just found some time to, uh, you know, come and talk to you guys. I'm trying to do this every day on YouTube. As soon as I get my Internet back, I'm going to upload this video, even though it's pretty darn long. What I might do is download it on my on my thing and then live stream it, uh, and you know something like that. But anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for being here. So let me before I get off, let me just talk right quick about um, what what else are we gonna be doing? What I'm gonna be doing is um, I'm gonna be going into the you know cities and handing out tracks. And trying to talk, but you know, I'm afraid, you know, that I um, will get caught and get a felony for the apparently no reason. I'm just being honest. Call me a chicken. Call me a coward. Um, we're gonna start getting arrested for preaching the gospel, and you can easily say, "What's well, the risk we gotta take?" Well, you gotta feed your family. So if you're a man and your your wife makes forty thousand dollars and you make forty thousand dollars, once you get that felony, you're gonna have to go under the table. That's the only way you're gonna make money. Um, thank God Jesus may be coming back according to uh, even what I was thinking, you know. I thought about that, I got upset with Brother of Mark Blitz when he was talking about the sabbatical cycle because I wanted him to come last year in 2020. And he was like, oh, the sabbatical cycle is in 2022. I was like, darn, darn, darn. But you know what? People talk bad about Jonathan Khan, so people talk bad about Mark Blitz, but they're Jewish. Maybe they do have a role to play in these last days. Maybe, maybe you know, we, we're not the judge of them, but maybe, maybe they're not. Well, maybe, I don't know. I can't tell you their relationship with Christ. I'm not the judge. But I do know that they're Jewish. And it's funny how people just come off and they just bash them for any kind of reason. You know, people, people you know, come, on, come down on people who, who are out there. And they really come on down on people who are, preaching the gospel and they're asking for money, it's not a crime to ask for money. What if you want, what if you can do that for a time? What if you can? See, what my business, though, what I'm going to be doing is I'm not going to tell you who I am. I'm going to get behind a company, and you're not going to know I'm behind there. And, and there I can share the message and still monetize. And you say, why would you want to monetize? Well, it's getting hard out there, and um, for various reasons I can go into later. Um, one of the reasons is, uh, well, I'll tell y'all later. It's not nothing bad, but it's a misunderstanding. Um, it's not a misunderstanding. It's against the law. Uh, you know how you do something against the law, you didn't know it? Well, I live uh, in the state of Washington, and I spanked my kid with a belt. And the kid went and told he had no marks or nothing. He just got a whooping. No, he's eighties whooping. And I got a, I got a, 
Both had got a felony before, but they dropped it to a misdemeanor. So I'm being transparent. I probably don't get ridiculed. Right but I'm saying it so you guys won't try to come back later. So I Well, they dropped it, but it was still on my record. So I didn't really bother with it because of the pandemic and because of um, because the uh, you know I was in school. So I couldn't really go back and get a job. I get I get money and pretty good pretty good money to live off of every month in the military. But I was getting out of you know tired. God pointed me to something, but it, it's not necessary to get rich. I don't believe in all this stuff. I'm waiting for the Lord to return. But I do at the same time want to leave my wife something. You know, and I know he might come back in 2022. I know he might come back in 2023, 24. But I would like to, I mean, if somebody left behind in this household, I mean, I want to be able to, you know, give them some money left over. So I am starting a company, but it's not going to, it's a, it's a company that I like to keep it to myself. But, you know, I, I'm going to probably try to sell Christian t-shirts. I've always wanted to sell Christian t-shirts and give it right back to the poor, give it right back to the people. And, and then I like to do a YouTube channel where I discuss stuff, but I can give away free merch or free free stuff because I can afford it. Um, is that what I'm thinking the process is? I don't know. I'll get on here for free. I'm gonna I'm gonna have more a whole bunch of channels that are not monetized. Maybe a couple of channels that are secular. And I, you know, like I say, you know, there's things you can do, you know, that you don't have to. Um, as long as you as long as you follow copyright. Laws. There are things you can do on YouTube before they tighten up the copyright laws. I didn't want to get in on it when it gets good before, you know. And I, I want to do a website. I like Jason A. And there's another brother that does a really good job. And I started doing that now. But that's going to take a lot of my time. So I, when I'm off, so I, I want to work between, like, I work every day down in my office or I walk around or I do videos outside, you know, talking about the end time Bible prophecy and doing a movie. I want to, you know, do a movie. Uh, I'm on a diet, so I want to get in some shape because I have to walk up the mountains. But I want to do an end time video with just me on it. And then that means I have to, like, get news clips at the right timing. I have to get somebody to build me a city and burn it up. Of course, you do that with um after effects and stuff like that. Uh, but, you know, I'm be the actor on it, but I don't know if we got enough time for me to do any of that stuff. You know, I really do believe in Jesus coming back. Money is not my issue, but money is to survive because they, they, we need to get a house. And if I leave it with somebody, if I get raptured, and hopefully when I get raptured, I'm not, I, trust me, I, I, that's a show by itself. How does it get raptured? You know, seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. You don't go and seek millions of dollars. That's not what I'm doing. I'm seeking just, you know, just just give me some, you know, God bless me with a few hundred, you know, extra dollars, 200, you know. But if you want to bless me with two or three, that's fine. But, if, you know, if time's running out and Christ is coming back, I'm going to take that money and then buy me some space on Blog Talk. I'll probably buy me a radio station. Uh, two or three, run some radio stations, run some talk shows, about, you know. And then probably some of them, I mean, like I said, most of my money is going to monetize. I'll probably monetize more because I make music. And I, and if I said, we'll call it music. You're going to hell. 
Well, it's music that can be soothing, you know, the prayer music with scripture, um, videos and stuff like that. Um, probably, I probably won't monetize anything that has to do with God. Um, because I, but if I do, you know, uh, people are going to probably put something in the chat room, how dare you take money from God, but they don't know what I'm doing with it. Trust me, I'm not going out to buy a Rolls Royce or a car or nothing like that. I'm, I'm good. I don't need all that stuff. That stuff, the Holy Spirit gets to me when I, when I, when I do stuff like that. When I'm pointing out, oh, I'm going to buy this. No, I buy equipment. No, I'll donate some equipment to some brothers and sisters who don't have it. Well, trust me, I believe Christ is coming back, and I, I want God to say, well done, my good faith and servant. That's not my mission to get rich. I think people are going to go broke in the next 10 years. I'll say 10 years to cover, cover some ground. Anyway, you got to stay safe out there. You know, tsunami, especially on the West Coast. Uh, I fear for people on the West Coast and the East Coast. I don't know why, but I just fear people who live in Florida, people who live in Maine and, and places, people who live in Seattle and California and Oregon, <coughs> North Carolina. I fear those things. I fear those places. You notice that when the eclipse came for the United States, it started off in Oregon, and it ended up in South Carolina. And you know... Minus two states, two states, minus two states, Oregon and South Carolina. Me and my kids traveled to Atlanta, and we went the same course, the same state as the eclipse. And y'all do know that the eclipse had, uh, uh, what's the city of Jerusalem? Um, I forget what it is, Salem? Salem. And it cost over like seven sailors, I believe. That is crazy, folks. You, you, I mean, that blows my mind. And I am so blessed to be in the position I am. Yeah, I got, I got sidetracked. I got my feelings hurt when I come back. Yeah, and that's part of the, that's part of the thing. People miss that. Well, you. You want Christ Jesus to come. You know, family members, you wanted Jesus Christ to come. You got sad because he got, and you tried to, and they try to say it in an argument. When you argue with them, you know, Christian shit, argue, we argue. Humans argue. And they're like, you should, you thought Jesus was kind of bad. Rub it in your face. And I'm like, yeah, okay, so what? You should be happy too. You should be sad when he did. And I do believe people who do not react to Christ coming back will not make the rapture unless they change it now. If you're like, oh, yeah, he'll come back when he comes back. I'm going to go start a business, you know. I'm going to go to college and I'm going to move to the state and I'm going to go, you know, I want to go to Mexico and a trip to Bahamas and blah, blah, blah. And my kids, I want to see the teenagers grow up and have kids and their kids have kids. And I'm like, come on. You can catch cancer tomorrow. And when, when the lot of you stay and catch cancer tomorrow, what good is it going to be? You're going to be dead as a doorknob, and some people are going to think you're going to go to sleep, but you're not going to sleep because you're going to burn forever. And that's why, well, I'm sorry for being so smart, pants, but it's just part, I mean, you're going to die, 
we have eternity written in our in our souls, and some people in the church don't realize that. Yeah, we kind of like, oh, we're gonna die someday, you know. But um, we don't, we don't, we don't really think we're gonna die. Oh, it's kind of rude. I opened up the back of the phone and just unplugged the corner thing. We don't think we're gonna die. We really don't. We think we're gonna live forever. And then people who are getting close to death still don't think they're gonna die. Because they don't want to die. You know, people don't want to die. We don't want to die. Let alone thinking Jesus decides to come back and, and rescue millions of people from the coming terror that's going to be across the whole world, you know. Anyway, um, let me see. I think it's too late for me to play that one. Dang, I can't even get this thing to bend down. And where I play my um, tracks, I'm trying to figure out what tracks I can play for you guys. Uh, I guess I can't play any of them. Let me see, what's the top one? Oh, that was just Second Timothy 2. I just read that to y'all. And then I got David Rick Wilkinson, um preaching. I might even use that if I can find it. Uh, put it up on YouTube. And then they'll flag me for uh, copyright. I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna start looking for preachers, and then if I can find some good preachers, if you guys want to, you can send me an email via Blog Talk Radio. Is there some of you y'all watching Blog Talk? Do me a favor, Blog Talk. If you're watching me, go to the Blog Talk page, and let me see. I can't. I can't even do it because I'm the internet don't work. But go to the Blog Talk page, and up. In the corner, you're going to see the I, uh, iTunes. Do me a favor. Go in there, and this would be a blessing. Go in there. This is I don't take money on this platform, but go in there. Open it up. I think you're going to go to my page on, on iTunes. And write a good, write me a positive. Because uh, some people went in there because I was having Susan, Susan Puglio on, on my show, which I wanted to have again. <laughs> they don't like Susan Puglio. People in the faith movement don't like Susan Puglio. So they wrote a bad report about me and them. I guess they belong to their church. And it's like two, three bad reports, two bad reports out of five. Three of them not bad. Can y'all go and write me a small, it don't even have to be big, Write me a, a report, uh, a, a rating, a review of what you think about the show. Be honest. Hopefully you like the show if you're going to do it. And that is, that'll really be great. I've still got to fix some of those the broken parts on there. I'm going to go off with the, the with the intro, and I don't have enough time to play all of it. But anyway, God bless you guys. Have a wonderful